Hello, and welcome back to Dreamcatchers, a podcast where two totally unqualified and unlicensed girls will interpret your dreams for free. My name is Lauren. And I'm Dossie, and thanks for joining us again. Yeah, thanks for joining. This is, I think, episode four. It is. It's episode four. Yeah. Um, We took a small hiatus because the world is weird right now. Yeah, life got in the way a little bit, but it's no longer in the way, so we're back, which is super exciting. It's coming in hot with another dream for you. Um, So before we get started, we just wanted to remind you that you can email your dreams to us at dreamcatcherspod at gmail.com. Josh, do you want to tell tell them about the upcoming episode we have? Yes. Okay. So we um, are going to do something a little different for uh, one of our next upcoming episodes um, where we want to talk about the topic of recurring dreams. So if you have any recurring dreams, um, so these are dreams where themes just keep happening over and over or the same thing happens, um, make sure to email us at dreamcatcherspod at gmail.com to let us know about it. Um, or you can DM us in our personal Instagram accounts or however you want to reach us. Um, it's pretty easy to find us, I think. Um, so yeah, be sure to send that along so we can include it. Um, and yeah. Yeah, I think that it's going to be really fun. And um, yeah, send a voice note if you want to be like featured as a, a little clip. Um, and if you don't, that's totally fine. Also, just remember that we keep everything anonymous. So we won't out you for your reoccurring dream or any other type of dream you have. Um, this is just simply an, uh, well, yeah, it's just simply an anonymous thing. <laughs> I gotta cut that out. <laughs> or keep it in. <laughs> oh my God, such a dork. Um, yeah, so we're really excited to hear about your recurring dreams. And I'm excited to start thinking about mine. Oh, I know what I'm going to talk about. Do you know what you're going to talk about? Um, I... Yes, yes. I have one that happens all the time where I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we're just going to do a whole episode where we talk about like the themes that people have in your dreams. Because like, I don't know about you, but I was under the impression that everybody had this same type of dream that I have. I, I was like, oh, I thought I just like think everybody has the, must have this dream. And then I've told several people about it and nobody that nobody has this dream. So it's just a like a thing in my head which I thought was so interesting yeah okay because I think mine um I don't know if like other people I know personally have had it but I have I think I've googled it because I've had it so many times where I'm like what like what is this about and I think I like maybe was on reddit I don't know but like people do experience the ones the one that I experience oh and are there theories on it honestly I don't remember it's oh, we'll have to relook. Well, yeah, we'll relook. Yeah. I wonder if ours is the same. Whatever, don't tell me until later. <laughs> no, because I've told you and you you hadn't had it before. Oh shit, really? Is it the yeah. No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> For the listeners, she just did a little uh I pointed at my teeth. <laughs> I was gonna make something up, but I'm so bad at improv. <laughs> I was like, she just uh I don't know, whatever. She pointed at her teeth. I don't know how to lie. I pointed at my teeth, I pointed at my teeth. <laughs> you taught me. Yeah. Um, so anyway, can't wait to hear about your guys' dreams. Yeah, DM us, email us. Uh, and with that, let's kick it off. Let's jump right in, baby. To this episode's dream. Basically, I 
was in the process of being in a relationship with this guy that I know from like middle school <laughs> named Matt. Um, actually, I don't know if I'm allowed to say his whole name. We'll we'll just say his name is Matt Byer, <laughs> and he is just like this nice Jewish man. Anyway, um. Matt and I are dope homies <laughs> and we're in this romantic relationship, but we're not like canoodling or anything. It was more like we're friends and it's just established that our relationship status is that we are romantic. Um, and then for some reason, our relationship progresses in this dream to oh we should be married right now <laughs> and Matt was like okay <laughs> and then because of that I have to go through the motions of like cleaning my house or something <laughs> and um so that then leads me to cleaning my garage, which now that I'm imagining it, it's a garage that I had when I was in high school. Like it was, we lived there for like two years in my junior and senior year of high school. Um, I'm in the garage cleaning out all of these boxes of my stuff. It seems that my mom has just decided to throw away all of my stuff. So now my boxes are actually in a trash can in my garage. It must be a very large trash can. And I got in a fight with my mom about it. I'm like, why would you do this without asking me? And she was just kind of like, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, you always do this. You never communicate anything to me. And my mom was again kind of just like whatever dismissive of everything that i said but also like mad at me and i think her point was like this is my house get all your shit out of here <laughs> and she's like why do you have so much stuff and i said it doesn't matter the point is you're not communicating with me about my stuff okay so that goes on for an extended part of the dream and then it cuts to we're in a house which I assume is mine and there's a party going on so there's lots of people there and I guess the party is because we're getting married <laughs> and my grandmother is there and she's like how exciting my maternal grandmother and I was like is it no I didn't say that I don't know I it was kind of just like oh yeah this is a thing that is happening and then Oh wait, I'm missing a big part. So before cleaning out the garage, um, me and Matt Byer have a talk and where I was like, you know, we don't really have to do this. <laughs> and, he, I, and he was like, okay. <laughs> Very passive character in my life, in my dream. And, um, I think we both just had a mutual understanding that we weren't particularly excited about getting married, but we were kind of just like, well, that would be a cool thing to do, but like, we also don't have to. And I was like, hey, weren't you always into Jamie? Like, go do that thing. 
and hang out with her. <laughs> and so he did. But I, and that was also, he was hanging out with her while I was cleaning out my garage. And I think in that time, he realized that he also wasn't very into Jamie. And um, so now fast forward and we're at a party and my family is talking to me about getting married. And in my mind, I was like, well, this isn't, it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, so I'm telling my aunt, who feels very maternal to me at this point in the dream, that I'm not getting married. And she's like, do you want to talk about it? And I was like, no, there's, there's actually not that much to talk about. And then enter Matt, who... Um, yeah, he walks in, and we're we're both just like we're not getting married, and then there's like Polaroids on a staircase <laughs> of us having a good time and eating cake, <laughs> and then we kind of just look at each other. And they're like, we could get married, but we don't. We're not gonna get married, and he was yeah. And um, then no one else is in the house anymore. That was a pretty loaded dream, in my opinion. What do you think? Um, okay, I agree with you to the point that it's so loaded that I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, but, but there's definitely a lot of stuff in here. Um, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. I wonder if it would be uh, if we can like change up the format a little this time since it felt like there was a lot a lot in here, but I don't I don't really know if I've concluded what each thing symbolizes or means yet. So maybe we can chat it out. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm really happy that you're suggesting this because I feel the same way. Um, so I think this will be this will be good, and then it'll help us get down to like the core of everything. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Um, so there were, there were like five or so things in this dream that stood out to me. The first was, um, the first was when she said, decided that she was getting married, that immediately she started like cleaning her house and garage. And I think that there's something symbolic there, although I don't know exactly what it means. Um, Another thing that stood out to me was that obviously this fight with her mom, um, she, her mom threw her boxes in the trash weirdly and that her mom was sort of dismissing her feelings and like, didn't really, didn't really care. So that seemed symbolic in a way, or maybe just representative, like in our last episode of her and her mom's relationship, um, mm -hmm. as we, as we think can sometimes happen. Um, another part is when she suggested that, um, that he hang out with the girl that she, she thought he might have a crush on. Uh-huh. I thought that that was weird. Uh-huh. Um, and a little bit self-sabotage-y maybe. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, I thought that. The, at the party where the grandma was excited um, and in her mind she's like it's not happening um, I don't know if there was anything symbolic there I thought it was interesting though um, and then lastly 
when the wedding got called off and they were still like really amicable with each other. I thought that that was interesting. Um, The Polaroids were an interesting touch, but yeah. So those were my takeaways. Okay, cool. I like all of these things. I did. I had made some couple notes, a couple notes on some of the things you mentioned. Um, And the one that I want to talk about first is the cleaning out her house and her garage, because I agree with you. I do think there's stuff there. Um, I remember when I listened to the dream, my first, I kind of had a, like, I giggled a little bit because it was like, when she tells the dream, it's like, and then we decided that we would go get married. And so then I started cleaning out my house and garage. And in my head, I was like, oh yeah, the natural thing that one does (laughs) once you decide you're going to get married is clean out your house, which clearly no, but anyway, I thought that was funny, but I agree. I do think there's something symbolic there. Um, what I think, what stood out to me is like the cleaning of the house is clearly like getting rid of things that you don't need or like clearly she was putting her stuff in boxes. So it's like things that she might not use anymore, things that she doesn't need anymore. She's putting them away. Why? And then what I think is like to make room. Oh, okay. To make room for something else. So to make room for this partnership, this marriage, this other person that's coming into her life, which I think is funny now thinking about it more because she doesn't want to marry this person. So like, why make the room for this person that you don't, that you're not even really that excited about? Like, yeah, you know, so it's like this act of making space for someone or something knowing that it doesn't even excite you. Like yeah. why, why are you doing that? Yeah. That's interesting. Right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. And also um, just the act of, of clearing space for a partner is interesting. Um, although I don't have a full formed thought there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, it is because I feel like clearing, making room for someone is a very, I don't, I can't speak from experience, but (laughs) I would think, I would think that it's a very, like, you'd have to make a very conscious decision to be like, okay, I'm going to clean out the stuff in my house so that someone else can bring their stuff in, bring themselves in, whatever. Like that's a very conscious decision that decision that you have to make also probably with the other person. Um, and so that act alone, it's like you're doing it because you clearly want this person in it or want this person in your life. But like the tone throughout the whole dream is like clearly no. Yeah. So it's like, like what is this? Like, why is this happening? I don't know. Yeah. I just thought of, do you remember in, I don't know, I think that was episode two when we interpreted the murder, the murder in the town dream? Yeah. And we thought that it symbolized um, like a loss of innocence or basically a transition from one point in your life to another. I wonder if this is another example of that showing up in a dream where like, we can pick all of these little pieces of the dream that are interesting and potentially symbolic, but what 
the overarching idea of the dream is a transition from childhood, from all these things that you had when you were a child at your parents' house to packing that up, throwing it away, and transitioning to um, a a part of your life where you're with somebody or just, a, I don't know, like an adult portion. Yes. Okay, dude. Okay. I like this. I like where this is going I because I agree with all of this. Like clearly making room for the next step, which is, you know, as we're getting older, like being in a relationship, maybe getting married, starting a family, blah. Yeah. But in the dream, she gets pissed about the fact that her mom put the boxes in the garbage. Oh. So I think that's a like holding on to that stuff. Like, okay, yeah, she's cleaned it and moved it, like moved it away so that she can go on to this next phase of her life. But once it gets thrown in the trash, she's like, oh shit, wait, no, I don't want it in the trash. I want to still have all the, all of this stuff, which can lend itself to the fact that she's clearly doesn't want to marry this dude. Yeah. So it's like still oh. holding on to that. Still hold. So is he the stuff in the box? Yeah. In a sense. What you're saying is like she's holding on to her – she's like not ready to, to transition to this other part of life. So like he symbolizes a transition. The boxes symbolize a transition. And she's saying like, no, wait, hold on. I'm not I, – I thought I was ready, but I'm not quite ready. Exactly. That's really good. I like that. Thanks. Thanks. You <laughs> helped me get there. I also – in the part about the mom throwing out <clears throat> the boxes – I wrote down communication, exclamation mark, because there was something that she said. It was like, um, shoot, I forget exactly what she said, but I wrote down communication because I was like, okay, there's clearly a lack of communication here in this relationship with her and her mom where she's, um, where like the mom throws out the boxes, but clearly she doesn't want her to. And I'm trying to get to a, like a place where it's like this lack of communication between her and her mom, but maybe also a lack of communication between her and Matt. Like, yeah. like character in this story because like it clearly they decide to get married but then have another conversation where it's like okay like you go see this other girl Jamie like you go see Jamie okay he goes see, to see Jamie but then realizes he doesn't really like her either then they end up like canceling the wedding there, I feel like there's a lack of communication where there where it's like they shouldn't even have gotten to the point of agreeing to this marriage. Like they did all of these steps and this super roundabout way to finally be like, okay, no, like this isn't what we want. So I yeah. think lack of communication in a sense is maybe like an overarching theme. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you – Yeah, or even um, I'm thinking of like – during the dream, it she sounded like so lukewarm about the relationship the, every time she was thinking about it, thinking back to the relationship. And it's also, you could argue, like, she's not, it's not just a lack of communication. It's a lack of, like, being honest and real with herself about, like, where the relationship actually is versus taking the, um, taking the next step just to take the next step. Yes. So transition just to transition because you think it's the right thing to do versus being honest with yourself about where you are and if you're ready for that transition and if it makes if it if it actually makes sense for you and knowing that like um just because you think that it's expected doesn't mean it has to happen. Yeah.
What do you think that the, if this is the frame of how we're interpreting this dream, what do you think that the encouraging him to hang out with another girl symbolizes? Oh, good question. Um, I'm thinking of the fact of like, you know, this doesn't suit you. So let him go try. It, it's like a, like a maturity thing, but is it like is it like an acceptance of it's like a, a calm accept, acceptance of what isn't right? Yes, of recognizing what isn't of recognizing what isn't right. Yeah. 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 Which is in contrast to the whole, I think, like keeping the boxes and not wanting to let go of them because that's very much like wanting to revert to the past and like keeping the past where this acceptance is like moving forward recognizing okay this isn't for me let's move along but also having this other like scene in the background where it's like no way i don't want to let this go let me hold on to this so there's this like yeah. weird juxtaposition of just like two opposing phases in one's life I, yeah i would say you know? yeah which is life right it's like you you can't transition until you transition and until you are like um, I don't know, I guess force life can like force transitions upon you, but, uh, there is like a certain amount of agreeableness that has to come along with, um, moving to a different phase of your life. And like the fact that like, you're never quite, you may never quite feel ready for the next thing, but yeah. that doesn't mean that it's like not coming either way. Yeah. I mean, that it's life. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. And like having that readiness and knowing when that readiness, like when the readiness is there. Yeah. Oh my God. And yeah. Is that like, isn't that, doesn't that make transition so much easier if you're just going to accept that it's, it's coming either way. So how about I just accept the fact that it's coming and that I can be calm during this transition and I can accept that it's here and there's nothing I can do to like control. I can't control the outcome of it. So just like let it come and be soft and be open to it. Yeah, but that's so hard to do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but I think it's funny in this dream because, like, she does seem so ready to, like, let it be soft and just be like, okay, this is it. But then the fact that she gets mad about the boxes, I'm like, you're still clinging to something. Like, what yeah. is it? There, I don't know. And I feel like that's that's life. Like, even when you're ready for something and you're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to let this go. If it doesn't flow, I'm letting it go. Cool, cool, cool. But maybe there's always something in the back of your mind that's like, wait, no, like yeah. I can't. Yeah, there's part of you that like, well, I mean, change is scary, right? So like we can never control the future, but we like to trick ourselves into thinking we can control the future. And so then when big things change, it can feel like it's suddenly out of control. Um, and so maybe it's like a hanging on to control or hanging on to like how things have always been or hanging on to like, like the tendency towards nostalgia of you know the rosy colored things that you might remember from your childhood i don't know it's like some sort of yeah clinging on to a feeling or an experience or a phase yeah i don't know i just now that we're talking about this i feel this so hard yeah <laughs> like, i'm like oh fuck man like this is all like real shit. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's like kind of timely right now because we're all definitely like collectively going through a different phase in our lives that we cannot control. We have no control over and we just have to accept the truth of it all. And yeah, it's, it's been an interesting, like it's an interesting transition for everybody to try to figure out like, how can I accept this reality and yeah, like soften during it and just allow it to be what it is because I can't do anything except what I can, like, how, how I react to the situation. Yeah. Man, yeah. very timely. Yeah. Feel all of these things. Overall, would you say that there was, like, a positive, that this dream cul- culminates in, like, a positive or a negative? Or what's your lasting impression of it? Yeah. My lasting impression is that – um is that she like by the end was very ready and like calm and okay with the transition. So I think she's, if this symbolizes some sort of transition in her life or something, then I think that she, it's symbolizing the fact that she is ready. Um, She can soften into it. She can allow herself to let that transition happen, knowing that like, it's all going to be okay. And just if just like, even if you feel like you're you're losing something um, or if you feel like you're, you know, not, not quite ready, to me, this symbolizes that she is ready and, yeah, that she's – she has accepted it on a subconscious yeah. level. Yeah, I agree. I'm left with a very, like, ah, like a, ooh, a weight's been lifted feeling after yeah. this. Like a – yeah, sometimes things are weird and uncertain and you have certain feelings that draw you back to things. But in the end, like everything will happen as it should. And if you accept it, then even more so it will happen as it should and everything will resolve as it will. Yeah. So especially if there is a transition happening right now, I feel really good about it. Yeah. And you remember how um, previous guest of the pod, Luke, said that he thinks that dreams are an opportunity to practice in a dream life, things that we have to do in our real life? Yes. Um, this maybe is also an example of that kind of thing where it's a um, an opportunity to to like live out accepting what you cannot change and accepting changes. Um in dream life so that when that change comes in reality, you can call upon that, that dream, the feeling that you had in that dream when you decided, when, when you decided and then softened and just let it happen. Yeah. So I, I, I agree because when you think about it, it's like the things that happen to us and the way that we react to things are all controlled by our thoughts. Like our thoughts control the majority of everything our thoughts control what we do. Yeah. So it's like, as long as we, if we're practicing that in our dream, it's going to manifest in our waking lives, I think. Yeah. Where it's just like, okay, you know what? This doesn't serve me. This isn't for the both of us. Let's move along. I'm cool with it. What's next? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, with that said, please email us your dreams at dreamcatcherspod at gmail.com. 
Uh, and do we have anything else? Oh, we're doing an episode on reoccurring dreams. Yes, we are. So if you have any reoccurring dreams, um, also email us or send us a DM or however you want to reach us um, and let us know about it so that we can talk about it. Yeah. And then also uh, be sure to listen to us um, on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. Yeah. And click follow. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Doss, I love you. I love and you. I'm so happy to see your face. You too. This is really <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll Thanks see you soon. Thanks for tuning in.